it's a commonly understood thing that any task will expand to fill the time allotted for it. Sometimes this is because you procrastinate. But often this is simply because you calibrate your effort so that it fills up the time that you've allowed. Now, sometimes you've miscalculated and you simply can't get something done in the time allowed. But if you find yourself consistently doing this, running out of time before you finish a job and therefore the job needs to have more time allowed for it, a big part of that is something in yourself that is resisting finishing the project and also a willingness that you need to have to just get it done. And also a growing experience that tells you how much time something might take. Obviously, if it's totally new to you and you're out of your depth and you thought something was going to be short and it turns out to be take four times as long as you thought and twice as much money, well, those are growing pains. But if you find yourself sort of consistently getting three quarters of the way there and then you run out of time, to my mind that's a sign that you need to learn how to compromise your standards, your sense of how much this thing matters. And for all, perhaps also to learn how to calibrate your effort. Yesterday, I had it in my mind that I was going to fix some posts on the pole barn out back and then slap on some metal roofing. Fixing the post turned out to be far easier than I had feared. The metal roofing was far harder than I'd hoped. But I told myself, you're not going to the fall festival until it's done, so just get it done. And it was really hard to do, physically demanding to be walking around on this roof, sort of balancing from rafter to rafter, putting on the metal roofing, leaning way over, trying not to fall through. And unfortunately, the strapping and the metal roofing that I'd just cheap stuff that I'd gotten was not strong enough for me to walk around on the part that I had roofed, which is what's lame about it. I know, give me thick gauge corrugated galvanized metal roofing any day, but in terms of the budget of what I'm willing to put into this pole barn, well, I didn't have any. Uh, to salvage and I wasn't willing to pay. Which meant that I was dicing around on top in a rather sketchy way and it was exhausting. <clears throat> but essentially I knew that the only time I was going to have to get this done was right now so I'd better get it done. And that kind of effort, you could argue that it leads to shoddy work, and it does at times. You could argue that it leads to things getting worse over time, maybe. 
but it also leads to getting a tremendous amount of shit done. Because the point is, you get it done 85, 90% good enough. And then you move on with your life. This pole barn in general is a testament to that. It, nothing in it is square or level or equal in any way. It was built the first winter that we lived here when I realized that I needed a place to store reeds and trees out of the snow and rain. Went back when we were still selling off our fence out front. And I also I needed a place to store logs over the winter where they wouldn't get buried in snow. So I bought about $120 worth of rough sawn lumber, scrounged a bunch of cedar posts from somewhere. Maybe I bought them. They were pretty shitty ones though. And, and built this thing for almost no money. I guess I had to spend probably 150 bucks on a tarp to cover it. So I used to call it the tarp barn, but now I have to call it the pole barn because now it has a metal roof. Well, that tarp lasted for five years before it finally split. And I put some of my better canvas awnings over it thinking that I was going to eventually do this and I realized at the end of the summer that if I didn't put in the time to get a metal roof on it then these on these canvas awnings were going to go through the winter and they were going to be much the worse for wear for having been used improperly like that. So it was time to put more effort into it but you know here's this crazy wonky structure that has served its purpose remarkably well. I think everyone needs some sort of general purpose storage shed like this. And the fact that mine is an open pole barn instead of, you know, a garden shed, no matter. It's basically the same thing. It's where I store extra lumber and, you know, random, random tools and stuff. We also store things in the barn, but the bottom is for logs for the, for the spoon carving business. And then there's an area over on one end where I store the canvas tarps that I use at the farm. And, and frankly, that's, that's it. Over the years, it's been messy and then clean and then messy again. But for its purpose, has done remarkably well for us, given the amount of money to put into it. So it was not the sort of thing where a fine carpentry job was called for, but it did need some renovation. So when you're faced with a task and you estimate how long you think it's going to take, sometimes you adjust the task to how long you have, right? I know that I only have two hours and I estimate that the, to do it properly would take six hours, well, I know I need to do some things differently or adjust my sense of what needs to happen now. And that's really the secret, is to learn how to adjust so that, first of all, you're calibrating your standards to the situation at hand. And second of all, you're 
balancing the needs of whatever the situation is with the overall sense of could you get back to it later? Could you do something now with the time that you have that would be better than doing nothing but isn't as good as doing the real thing? You know, someday I hope to build a larger structure back there that encapsulates a handful of different functions. When that happens, I will probably tear this thing apart and rebuild something new and do it in a way that's much better. But I know myself, that's low on the priority list for now. And it's not the proper time to take on a project like that. The proper time to do it right, quote unquote, would be when I'm building the larger structure that will go just to the right of it. So right now the question is, what will keep this thing chugging along for the next 10 years until I have time and money to envision the larger plan. And that's really it. I think being mindful of this tendency we have to let a task fill the available time means that it's incumbent upon us to be clear about how we want to fill our time and be clear about the compromises we're willing to make. I'm willing to live with a patched together pole barn for the next foreseeable chunk of years, so long as it's not actively sketchy or crumbling. And for me, it's better to get it to that point with about, what was it, three hours, four hours of work, than to spend the 40 hours it would take to design and build the proper thing that I hope to have someday. And these sorts of compromises are happening at every level in our lives all the time in all the places. And so it's up to us to decide where do you want to spend your time in your life? What do you want to leave behind you? How do you want to spend your resources to get the most of the things that you want out of life? And that's the question for each of us all the time. And sometimes it's spending more time on the projects and sometimes it's spending more time with the ones you love. Or spending more time doing something else. And we need to learn to shut off the perfectionist part of ourselves that keeps us from completing things 
and just get something done. Thanks for listening. Talk to you.